everybody, it's Tipsy Tuesday. Oh my goodness. We back at the house. Oh, we gonna do yoga and wine again tonight, but I'm not set up yet. Oh my goodness. Brooke Blizzard's gonna come out and bring me a hairband. Look at this hair. Look at this lady. Where's she been today? Thank you. I don't think this is gonna help at all, but let's do it. Let's make bad hair look even worse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, who's feeling this tonight? Nope, can't do it. Made it worse. Oh, now I look like I was in a fist fight. Who cares? Who cares? It is Tuesday. And we're not even halfway through it. Let me get the light. Let me get the light. I'm a little... <laughs> I was literally just at the Acme. We're walking into the Acme. Listen to how Jersey I am. Walking into the Acme, and I see my cousin Bobby. No, I didn't. I don't have a cousin Bobby. But I just sounded super Jersey. Right there. So we're walking into the Acme. Because I, I told the kids, I was like, everyone is going to start eating well. I don't know why I decided it was today, but that's what it is. So I said, from now on, everybody has to eat because I'm ridiculous and extreme. Everyone has to eat eight servings of vegetables a day. I don't know why we couldn't start with two as a goal um, because Jack, Brooke believes that uh, fish, those little fishies, that that's a vegetable. I'm like, that's not even close to a vegetable. So tonight I was like, we're getting V8. Blech. That's what we're gonna drink tomorrow. So, the reason why we're drinking V8 is because, you know, they're practicing for their waitress job. And one of the things that the place served was, um, was a, not a Shirley Temple, a Bloody Mary. And they were like, what's a Bloody Mary? I was like, oh, that's when you take real disgusting V8 and... <laughs> You put a piece of celery in it. Maybe some horseradish, vodka, I think. I don't know, because I don't drink them. And as I'm describing it, they're like, what's V8? I was like, V8, dum-dums. I thought V8 had eight servings of vegetables. That's a lie. It is not eight servings of vegetables. It is two servings of vegetables in an eight ounce glass. Oh man, it's not even close to being eight servings of vegetables. This is me trying to set up this loop light again. Got a new loop light because my loop lights maybe last six months now. It's like a thing, but I move them around a lot. So new loop light. I don't know how the pieces go together. So let me do it while we're talking. I'm going to look gorgeous in about five minutes. You guys aren't going to notice my nasty hair. You're going to be like, oh my God, she's like Cinderella. Cinderella. Okay. I don't know if this is going to work. I got my wine ready. I'm so ready. You just got to give me fun. What do you think this piece is for? Like this just hit kids on the head. What would this be for? What would be the point of this piece? 
not even in the directions. Is this just, why would I use this? Oh, I see. Hold up, wait a minute. Oh, oh I gotta do. No, this looks, looks like I'm about to break this. Hold up, no, this is it. This is where I try to put mechanical things together on the internet. Oh, no, I was right. I was right, you guys. This isn't for hitting your children. I see what you're saying. I see where we're going. Okay, all right. Still doesn't. How's this work? And then what? No. Whose idea was this? Oh man. Now how are you gonna put a a thing in there and turn it? It's real dumb. It's real dumb. Now what? This is stupid. What foldable brightness? Why well, put the phone in it? Okay. This don't even make sense. Maybe I'll just turn it on for now. That doesn't even look right. Hold up, let me get the wine open. I can't, I can't do this sober. Oh, oh! This didn't help at all. I actually think I look worse. I look worse. And I don't know how to get the, let me open the wine. How's everybody doing? I don't know what this is or where it came from, but this is what was in the, the wine cabinet. It says the wonderful wine company, clean wine. I was like, I like clean wine. But then it says made with organic grapes, sustainably farmed, vegan friendly. I didn't know there was animals in this. Tastes like dolphins, dolphin rides and being promoted to head astronaut. I don't know what any of these words mean. I, I don't know what's happening, but welcome. Welcome to Tipsy Tuesday. Starting a little slow tonight with all my gray hair. I don't care. Guess what? In a couple days, it won't be gray anymore. Boom! And guess who's 35? <laughs> all right, Brooke, can I have my pretzels to absorb some of the wine that I'm about to drink? All right. Now it's, I don't know. It's how many ring lights do you Can have? you figure out how to get my phone into this? Because it's facing the ceiling. And that feels like a crappy show. Welcome everyone to Tipsy Tuesday. This is how the show should have started from the beginning. And if you're listening to our podcast, this show is even weirder then. Welcome. Mm hmm Feels like a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Lulu's here, about to knock everything over. Is there directions?
You can install your phone on the phone mount. I'm gonna ring. Install the Does this bend? It bends. Shut up. I don't think it's gonna hold my phone, but we'll try. Okay, you guys. Now it's starting to come together. You guys can't tell. It looks the same to you. All right. Here we go. Look at us. Oh, man. I'm going to look amazing. About two seconds. Okay. All right. Oh, gorgeous. Not really. Not helping at all. The ring light's magic. Oh, look at the ring light. You can see it in the fire pit. Let me take this down because it's not. Oh, still not better. Is it any better? I don't know. What if we just stare at each other tonight? That's the kind of night I'm... What if I do this? What if I make it look like we all went out tonight and I just hang out by the bar? Like this. Oh my God, look how bright that light is. Where are all the other ring lights at? Like, what if I just do this? Pretend you guys are on the other side of the bar and I'm like, I'm hanging out at the bar. But like with not old lady here. Okay. I'm like, oh my God. Pretend there's people over there. Oh. I'd be like, hey, you guys, I didn't know you were coming out tonight like that. It's going to be so weird when we all go out in the universe again. I don't know if you guys know that. Mm -hmm. Real weird. Lou, did you say hi to everybody? Lou's having a good night. She got her brother and sister back today. Here comes Colby shuffling over. Oh, look, she's been crying. She crying about something. Oh wait, I just realized I can't see any comments. I was just like, why aren't you guys saying anything? Now it's back. There it is. I literally saw none of your comments. So I was like, what are we gonna do? Is that Cindy? Hey guys. I'm gonna be honest, I'm gonna be so weird. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm just going to drink at home. I mean, essentially, that's what we're doing, isn't it? We should have a night where we just dye our gray hair every six weeks. A big, hey, guys, it's time. It's time to get to do your grays because I forget. I will blow way past six weeks, and I'll be at, like, ten weeks. I look like the lady that's in, like, the candy house with Hansel and Gretel. I'm going to eat them or something. Real crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hold on. Let me turn this. It's like too much loop light. That's better. Oh, yeah. Too much loop light. Let's turn this. Oh, much better. No, I still see it. Lou's here. Lou, how we doing? Lou, what's going on? Can't wait for the world to open. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can. Getting rid of the gray tomorrow. Lou, why are you crying? What's going on? What's going on? Oh, she's a baby. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Doing things is overrated. Tired of coloring it. I'm loving it. I know. I wonder how many women just kind of decided to go gray. 
I just hope I'm one of those old ladies who, and when I say old, I mean, I guess apparently 40, um, that when their gray goes in, it looks like real good. You know what I'm talking about? Do you ever see those ladies who are older and they, they have salt and pepper hair? That's what I want. That in my mind, that's what I'll have. But in reality, I'll probably look like Ronald McDonald or like the grandpa from the Munsters, where it'll just come in right here and be real creepy. And I'll scare, I'll scare the local children. <laughs> what are you doing? You just go sit here? I know. Boob. I mean, Brooke. <laughs> Brooke, can you come wipe Booby, uh, Lulu's eyes? Can you come rub, uh, wipe Lulu's eyes? She looks like she's been crying. Mm-hmm. Lulu's been having a hard time. She's on her medicine now. Uh-huh. I'm not ready to give up my evenings again, I know. I know, let me see, let me see. You good? She's like, what you got in there? Is there candy? Let me see, is there candy? No, there's no candy. Mm-hmm. There's no candy. I don't know why she would say that. There's no candy, so all the dogs don't have to come over. Do you want some wine or some pretzels? That's what I'm serving tonight. And it's a cross between Hagrid and Cruella. That's what I'm saying. In my mind, when my gray grows in, I'm going to look amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch those commercials where it'll be like clearly a product for older people and they'll always find like a salt and pepper man who looks real dignified. Hey, stop. Um, but then the old lady in the commercial always looks like real rough, real rough. Or she's 20. It'll be like an older looking dignified man. And then a, a girl who's just like got a lot of bags in her eyes, but she's 20. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, has everybody read Justine Bateman's new book? That's it. Now, I've not read the book, but I don't know if you guys heard about this book. And correct me if I'm wrong if you did read this. Yeah. Is that a picture of Justine Bateman? You might remember her from Family Ties, right? It's uh, Jason Bateman's older sister. She was famous first and then Jason. Um, but then she kind of disappeared from the world right? She didn't stay in uh, television or anything. Not that I know of. Anyway, a picture of her started to roam around again in the internet universe and everybody started talking about her face. It's, it's a little, it has aged. Who has it? Okay. But there was a lot of comments about her face, right? Because I guess the last time we saw it, she was 16. And her face has gone through some stuff, as everyone's has. But it, the problem is, is that everybody was talking about it. Yeah, Mallory. Everybody started talking about her face. And about how old she looked. Well, she talks about, in I guess, this... It was like the press tour for this book. She said, it really affected me when the whole world started talking about my face. And I 
felt really bad about myself. And then I started doing research, right? And so um, it's a whole book about how we uh, value women and beauty and how we age. Yeah. Cheers to aging with dignity. There you go. Cheers to that. And so it was just, it was very interesting. So she kind of took this experience and wrote a book about it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, it's like when you go to your high school reunion and you look around and like you remember everybody's original face and then you're like, oh, they don't look like their original face. You know, but half of us don't care anymore. Half of us don't even go. I'm not half, but my girlfriend Sherry always insists that we go. Haven't gone in a while. Too old, I guess. I don't know. Um, ugh, keep stretching. Every day, every night. Is it a memoir? Because I feel like part of it was her talking about um, her doing research on women. Oh, Jan Luber. Cheers to you, Jan Luber. Mm -hmm. So Jan, if you don't know, is a customer service Wendy's mom. We love Jan Luber. And her and her girlfriends are down the shore. So I said to Wendy today, I was like, I'm looking for senior citizen sister wives. And I would like to just have all you and your girlfriends be my sister wives, which basically means that you would make rice pudding and share it with me. I heard you made a brisket. I could have come down. So I am actively seeking senior citizen sister wives. And I think you and your friends are a perfect match. You're fun. You like the wine. I'm just saying, who wouldn't want that? Who wouldn't want it? Let's cheers tonight. There's a lot happening in the universe and I do not want tonight to go by without acknowledging the things in the world. And uh, I believe that justice was done today. You can be wherever you want on this topic. I don't need to know your opinion. <laughs> I'm just saying that hopefully tonight will be a restful night, a night of change, a night of acknowledgement and, uh, Cheers to the family of uh, George Floyd uh, and all of the people that were involved on that day. It, it's heavy on my heart, but today was a big day. So if you missed it, yeah, sister mom moms is what I'm looking for. Um, I think uh, the word I could say is justice, and we're going to leave it at that. Uh, menopausal sister wives is what I'm looking for. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they don't need to like Jim. Okay, they just... Jan says, I'm in. Get your bitches together. We're coming down for some rice pudding. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Peace and justice, y'all. Peace and justice. So that happened today. I know, Pearl. It was a lot. I was, um, I was on and off with the sound today while it was happening. Uh, there was a lot of talk before. A lot of talk, talking heads after. And um, so I wasn't listening with the imagery of today. It was a lot. You just, people were crying and you're just like, ugh. You know, you just, it was a lot. You know, and Dean was like, I've never seen anything like this before. 
I was like, this has happened before a lot of times and it doesn't end this way. So it was a big day. So cheers to peace and justice. Mm -hmm. So it was, it's a, it's a lot of conversations. Yeah. Yeah. Let's all just move to a cul-de-sac, drink wine. <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot. So today, this time next week, you are going to want to be here because we are releasing our official spring collection. It is big, y'all. Big. And there's like 10 ladies working on it and graphics Jeff. A lot of people working on it, even right now. And uh, it's gonna it's gonna be very interesting when we launch it. Um, I think we've outdone ourselves. I'm excited. Um, yeah. Please stop licking, because I honestly don't think I could listen to it. Please stop licking. There is nothing that will wake you from a sound sleep like the sound of a dog licking their genitals. <laughs> I just can't. And you're like, it, they're going to stop. You try to ignore it. You're like, they're going to stop. They're going to stop. They're going to stop. They're going to stop. And then you're like, a little, you're like, stop it! Did you ever just become that lady? <laughs> you're just <laughs> sleeping real nice in your bed. And you're just like, they're going to stop. They're that sound and you're just like I can't stop with the mm -mm, mm -mm. and then you just like stop licking like a lunatic yep that's me mm -hmm. Michelle says I live in a cul-de-sac all y'all are welcome mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Andrea knows she's probably rolling right now doing the ribbon Andrew, you have to remind me tomorrow about the tags. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, lots of things. I'm gonna be rolling through the whole weekend just to get ready. It's very exciting. Did you get the nice soft shirts? What do you think, Mary? Yes, we actually outdid ourselves. We are trying a lot of new stuff which is the reason why some of it won't show up on time. But that we're not going to talk about. We're not going to talk about it. We're just going to talk about the things that are going to show up on time. <laughs> and uh, some of it will be on like a, like a waiting list because um, the dog licks my husband's pillow. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Jim lets the dogs lick his head, you know, because he's like bald and he just, and they just, uh, mm -mm, I don't need to see any of that. I was like, do you guys want to get a room? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, or cat barfing at 4 a.m. No, we don't have that. That would, mm-mm. Couldn't do that either. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-hmm. Leave it alone. It's not growing back. Woke up by cats fighting. Is that what cats do early in the morning? That would, mm -mm. I can't, I can't. Too much. Just got my shirt today with the ribbon and the tag. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, none of our merch was on the ship that was stuck in the canal. Thank goodness. Uh, it was funny because we had some leftover shirts uh, in the basement. So we were like, what are we going to do on this shirt? So some of them are small runs of stuff. So it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, it'll just be fun. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. I'm excited to show it to you. That's a lot. A lot of stuff. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, that's happening. So tonight I made an executive decision about booby. Um, I don't know about you guys. I literally feel like um, I'm surrounded by anxiety and Ruby's is not getting any better. So, um, so I called the vet today and I was like, listen, I just want to let you know, I went up in the meds. <laughs> I am my own mom doctor. I'm like, listen, I decided that, uh, wasn't enough meds and I went up and I thought you should know. Um, and I want to know what's our max point with this meds because I don't know that answer and you would know it because you're an actual doctor. And she was like, let's go back down and let's try her. Here's what's happening. You cannot take Booby for a walk around the block without her. If she sees another person anywhere, it could be a block away. She could just smell somebody running by. She will start digging her nails into the sidewalk to get away from everybody. It's like a lot. And um, today, like, so we were down the shore and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful setting. I want to relax. She will not stop looking out the window because she is like, we're about to be attacked all the time. There was a bunny. She was up for three hours. She was like, did you guys see this? She's, she's like, mm, 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 all the time, all the time. Poor booby is what I say, Renee. So I called the doctor and she's real funny. <laughs> we have an uncomfortable relationship now with the vets. We are there all the time. Like, so you figure we adopted Ruby and booby around this, well, Lulu, Ruby and Booby are the same dog. Lulu, around this time last year, and we're still trying to get her right with her hips. Like, this dog, this dog's worth a million dollars right now with the amount of money that we put into all the tests. Remember when they wanted to do the, the tests on her uter on her urinary tract? They were like, just to take the, just to take the MRI, $2,500. I go, you know what? She can pee on all my rugs. She can pee on the couches. I'm just going to scrub it because I'm not doing I go, how much is surgery? $9,000. I was like, I'm going to just get a new dog. What are you talking about? Nope. So we just put band-aids on all of it. Mm -hmm. Had to consult with an animal where you can say behavioralized because that's next. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so now Booby's starting on another medicine tonight. She was a little bit more relaxed with Winston around. But she's not right. And she was teaching Winston to be afraid of everything. You know, like, it's just a shame. It's just a shame. And she said tonight, she was like, Dina, 
She was like, I'm glad to hear that this is your philosophy that, you know, she, she needs to be acclimated to people. Um, but she just, um, she's, I like to say she's not back at even yet. Like she's trying so hard to get to calm. Like she has to work really hard to get to calm and it, you shouldn't have to work that hard to get to even, you know? And so I am a fan of medicine that can help get her to even. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened to her. I know we should look into pet insurance. It's a lot. So, um, so anyway, so tonight we, we are going to, we started the medicine she seems, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or care credit. What's care credit? Yeah. I'll drive her to Mexico. She would love a road trip. She will not, she cannot sit in a car and look out a window. When we drive, she has to be in the passenger seat under where your feet are. And she gets as far back as she can. It's just, it's just, it's a shame. What did the vet say? The, you know, the vet was like, everything you're describing is, um, is anxiety, you know? And she said, I just want to be clear. Like there's no magic pill, right? That's gonna make these behaviors go away. So you might have to work with a behavioralist. Um, you know, she, I'm interested to see. So she has a pill she takes in the morning and at night now, in addition um, to her, to her other meds. Um, so yeah, well, I picked him up tonight. I was like, let's get started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A thunder shirt. Um, I had a thunder shirt when we had Coco. Um, and that didn't seem to help. Like Coco, I'm telling you, it was like a thunderstorm would happen and I would have to lay my entire body on Coco to get him to stop shaking. We did that for a while, and he'd pee all over the couch. It was just, and then, uh, and then we discovered diazepam, <laughs> and then everybody was fine after that. It's just crazy. It's crazy. Like, well, that's what I'm saying too. I mean, a lot of people are nervous about, um, you know, fostering dogs or taking in dogs. I mean you know, luckily knock on wood, um, you know, all the issues that we've had, whether it's Lulu or Ruby, um, you know, they're, they are not aggressive tendencies. They are like, I'm going to ruin all your furniture tendencies, or I'm going to piss all over your car tendencies, <laughs> or I'm going to hide from everybody, you know, um, you know, a friend of mine had stopped by the other day and uh, Ruby won't come, we were down the shore, she won't come down the steps. Um, yeah. Oh, speaking of weed for dogs, EJ taking a left turn. Uh, I do think that they have uh, stuff for dogs uh, that's more uh, homeopathic, we'll call it. So I read an article today, I don't know if you guys heard it, but it was from the cannabis community. And it said that the cannabis community no longer wants you to call 
cannabis. They don't like the word um, weed. They don't like the word marijuana. They want to strictly be um, called cannabis. And they have some real deep-seated reasons that had some type of racist overtones to it that was like, no, and you need to call it what it is because everything else has a negative tone, like weed, marijuana. What's another word? It's had like one other word. It was like a colloquialism, like, can't think of another one, but it was another one. They were like, nope, we need to elevate it to it being a plant at its most raw form. It's a very interesting article. I was like, oh, they're getting serious now. He would not let you open the door. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, it was a whole thing. I was like, okay, this is going to get hooch. Yeah, hooch was one of them. Now that I call it that either. Nope. I was like, oh, we're going to do this. Uh-huh. With sewer furniture, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's um, she's real funny. Is Mary Jane another name for pot? Yeah, you're not allowed to call it pot for sure. Um, yeah, nope. None of that. Yeah, someone who wrote the article was high. Maybe. Is Mary Jane another name for pot? Marijuana, cannabis. Never heard it called. Laffy chat dope. Now they didn't say dope in there. I'm sure it's on the list. It was like, hey, Liz, how are you? Lizzie's here. Love her. Miss her. Plants have feelings too. Yeah, no, it was a whole thing. I was like, this is when cannabis starts taking over. You know, the whole, the whole. Oh, it was talking about medicinal marijuana. You're not allowed to call it marijuana. You have to call it medicinal cannabis. But I was like, but the other way's got a nice ring to it. Nope. Mary Jane. I've never heard pot being called Mary Jane before. Jesus Bush. <laughs> yeah, I know. It might help with my pain. Um, Mary Jane weed dope. All legal in Canada now. Never heard of it called Mary Jane before. Blunt. No. Mm -hmm. No. Ganja. Nope. Oh, last dance with Mary Jane. Oh, look at that. Yeah, I am so innocent, Linda. Is it obvious that I've never done it? I've never done it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I grew up, my uncle um, was an addict. And he spent, and he'll, he would tell you himself because he does a lot of speaking engagements, but he spent 17 years of his life in and out of jail all through his young and years. And, um, and so that just stayed with me. Like I remember like going to our, our family parties and you know, my uncle being there and you know, it, you just, you knew there was something wrong you know, you're just like, this doesn't look right. You know, I think it was homeless for a while. It was a whole thing. So, you know, we never, you know, now my kids are like, you drink a lot. I'm like, I drink on Tuesdays between nine and 10. 
and I've been nursing this one glass for a while, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It just never appealed to me. I think, um, look at us all hippies. All, yeah. <laughs> Knowing all the terms. You're like, Dina, I got you. It's called Mary Jane. It's called a blunt. It's called marijuana. It's called the pot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was never my thing. Today is 420 weed. 420 Taco Tuesday. Look, everybody's celebrating the big night. Just edibles for chronic pain and sleep. I'd be interested to see if it would stop my hips from hurting. I have to get better at taking medicine. I, was, I, was gonna, I still have to call the doctor, but I'm on this medicine I'm supposed to take twice a day and only take it once a day. And I'm sure if I call her and be like, yeah, I don't feel good. She'd be like, you taking your medicine? Okay, now when you say like, take your medicine. So I'm gonna try that, plus get, yeah, <laughs> see you drive. Yeah, so I'm gonna try to be responsible for my health. Dumb. I had a cousin went to rehab for drugs, yeah. I feel like if you have someone in your family that has struggled with addiction, um, I don't know, I, I think you just look at things differently, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I just, it was like, you could see the future. You're like, is this what this looks like? Because I'm good. Yeah, Carol says, what is the significance of 420? I don't really know. Should we look, should we Google it? I'm sure everybody here is going to be like, Dean, I'll tell you. Let's put in, what is the significance of 420? Because all the potheads seem to know. So let's, let's catch up. All right, 420. Memes, meaning. Here we go. 420, pronounced 420, is cannabis culture slang for marijuana and hashish consumption, especially smoking around the time 420. It also refers to the cannabis-oriented celebrations that take place annually on April 20th. Who knew? <laughs> Here's the question. Why do potheads celebrate 420? <laughs> Listen, somebody's getting deep. Why is 420 the unofficial marijuana holiday? Weed lore. That's how it opens up. Weed lore has it that in the 1970s, a group of California teens would use 420 as a code to signal after-school smoking sessions. The marijuana user smokes joint at a 420-day celebration in Hippie Hill in Golden State Park on April 20th, 2010. These are the funniest articles. Coronavirus sends 420 gatherings up in smoke, but potheads still plan virtual toke. That's a headline. At the age of 81 and having survived about a prostate cancer, marijuana icon Tommy Chong meets the definition of someone the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention considers vulnerable to the coronavirus. He said he doesn't plan to let the virus get in the way of his celebrating this most auspicious occasion. But at 420 on Monday, the normal huge crowds passing bongs and joint will be absent from the such famous weed smoking destination as Civic Center Park in Denver, Washington, D.C., and Hippie Hill in San Francisco's Golden Gate Park. Look at how much we're learning. 
We will not tolerate anybody coming to San Francisco for 420, said the mayor of San Francisco. It is not safe to gather to make sure that no one sneaks on Hippie Hill. Parks and Rec has erected a fence around the grassy area where an estimated 15,000 people gathered last year for the annual Toke Fest. Fenced off. We've got a new Cheech and Chong game app. It's funny, it's coming out right at the same time. <laughs> There's an app for smoking pot all together. That's hilarious. That's really funny. If scientists weren't so busy looking to cure coronavirus, they might do contact tracing to find the origins of the 420 expression and how it grew into a worldwide phenomenon. Why are we wasting our time trying to solve a pandemic when we need to get to contact tracing for the origins of 420? <laughs> In 1971, five buddies coined the, the term 420 long before it was designated as a special day on the calendar. Now middle-aged and in professions ranging from independent filmmaker to wine salesman, these guys refer to each other as the Waldos. This is so crazy. So crazy. Look, these, these old guys, there's a whole bunch of guys right here in the picture and they're all taking credit. So funny. 420. We got to come up with a phrase, ladies. 420 is police code for people smoking in progress. We got to come up with our own code. Mm-hmm. Be like, this is when the old ladies get together and drink the wine. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh-huh. Look at that. Priorities, people. Stop wasting time on this corona thing. And get to the bottom of the 420. <laughs> I just love, I just love the title. Coronavirus sends 420 gatherings up in smoke, but potheads still plan virtual toke. Hmm. I don't know. It's very funny, too. What was it? Somebody got mad. She was like, I like to smoke pot. I was like, well, if you're going to be a pothead, blah, blah, blah. She goes, I am not a pothead. Feels like you might be a pothead. She was like, seriously offended. I go, but that's like your jam. That's like your name. She's like, it's not though. I go, but you do smoke the pot. She was like, yes. So you pothead. She was like, Real serious. I didn't think it was offensive. I was like, you just smoking the bite, you pothead. He was like, no. I was like, I feel like somebody's not taking in who. All right. That's cool. I mean, you can call yourself whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, yeah, book club. Yeah, basically, book club is code for wine drinking. Somebody already made that up. Mm hmm. I don't know how I would be high, but when I'm drunk, I sleep. So I don't know how close smoking is to drinking, but if it's close, it'd mostly be me just smoking and then falling asleep. Like I'm not that fun at parties. 
I'm gonna be honest. I'm not. Because I'm like super fun for like two minutes. Like I can drink and then just super fun for like two minutes, like on fire, like the best two minutes set. And then right after that, I will be spooning someone. You know what I'm saying? Is anybody else like that? Am I the only one? I don't have longevity when it comes to me being altered. So that's why I was like, people were like, why don't you have a drink? I'm like, listen, if we're going to call it a night by 9.15, I'd be happy to have a drink with you. But I don't think I would like the night to end at 7.30. You know what I'm saying? It's just too much. I'm going to pour myself another drink. Mm -hmm. This is an educational Tipsy Tuesday. A cannabis head. Thank you. Thank you for... <laughs> setting me straight. Mm -hmm. Somebody was upset today when I made a joke and said that when I, you know, I just know my anxiety is going to be super weird. I'm going to be weird when I go in the universe. And I said, I'm going to be interviewing people. I'll be like, so where are you? You know, first shot, you're on your second shot. Like how far are you into your second shot? And I was like, oh, you don't have it. So you're dirty. I can't talk to you. Somebody's mad that I said that people were dirty if they didn't have a shot. She was offended. And I was like, I didn't, it was not, it was, I just have a lot of anxiety. And she was like, a lot of people can't take the shot because of cancer. I was like, listen, they're obviously not dirty. They're, that person's not dirty. I just, you know, so anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a pro at the Irish exit of parties. Yeah, Mary, did you ever go to a party with somebody? You're like, oh, let's go out, bitches, right? And you're having drinks and you turn around, boom, Mary's gone. And you're like, where'd Mary go? They're like, I don't know. She was just here a second ago. And she's just like, is she okay? And then I'll like, carpool Rachel does that. Carpool Rachel can disappear. You won't even know what happened. And I get nervous. I'm like, is she okay? Is she in the back? Is she passed out? They're like, no, no, she left. I'm like, when did that happen? They're like, nope, she's gone. I'm not like that. I'm like, bye, everybody. I got to say bye to everybody. I got to hug, make it a big thing. Not now anymore, but before. I'd be like, oh, come on. I'm going to call you tomorrow. Like, I got to be real obnoxious when I leave. But that's the Italian. The Italian has to, oh, going to see you. Come on, bring it in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to do it again. Before 7.30 next time. Like that. Mm-hmm. And I... <laughs> I don't, I don't understand when people, poof, poof, they just disappear. Very stealthy. Very stealthy. Mike loves to make an Irish. I wonder why. Let's look it up why they call it an Irish. Let's look up some stuff. Why is it called an Irish exit? Because nobody calls saying goodbye to everybody for a half an hour an Italian exit, but that's what that's called. All right, here we go. Irish exit. Here we go. Ghosting. That's what it's called. AKA the Irish goodbye, the French exit, and any number of other vaguely ethnophobic terms. <laughs> Refers to leaving a social gathering without saying your farewells. One moment you're at the bar or the house party or the Sunday morning wedding brunch. The next moment you're gone <laughs> in a matter of a ghost. Where'd he go? Your friends might wonder, but this and this is key. They probably won't even notice that you've left. 
<laughs> but why is it Irish? Let me go back. Hold on. Why? How does... Is an Irish exit rude? Why is it called a French exit? So it could be Irish or French. Let's go to... Let's see what the Urban Dictionary says. More specifically, Irish exit, departure without telling your friends, associates, or acquaintance. It's almost always the result of being very inebriated. But not all the time. There are just some people that just don't like to talk to people. Like, no, I'm sober. I just don't like anybody here. Okay? So I don't... Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm the one who does the Irish exit. Hey, man, where'd you go last night? You just disappeared. Did you take a girl home? Nah, I got drunk and pulled an Irish section. Oh, uh, happy birthday. That was what... What's jazz cabbage? Oh, it's a turn. Look, I just stumbled upon this one. And, and there's a lot you can find out in Urban Dictionary. It says that jazz cabbage refers to cannabis, marijuana, weed, which but now we know we can't say it's just cannabis. This jazz cabbage got me zooted. Jazz cabbage is less harmful than squares. I'm smoking that jazz cabbage boil. There's a lot. There's a lot. Saying goodbye, a slim is the nickname for early versions of the term Irish exit come from the Irish Americans leaving social functions like church, football games, and plays. It's very specific. When the functions let out, people would congregate outside and chat with each person they knew and say goodbye before heading home. That's what the Italians did. This usually added 30 minutes to an hour to the evening. Yeah, Jim hated going to church because we talked to everybody. When there was little or no time to do the customary goodbye, the family would leave through the side door. The side door move became known as the Irish exit. The term has come to me leaving a place without saying goodbye to those you were with or those you came with. But it doesn't say why it's Irish. When a man or woman at a party decides the party is over and leaves, and wishing they had one last look, all of the difference are mistakenly assigned drunkenness, but the Irish know we are smarter than this and we always wanted to leave with them wanting more. So I guess at some point there was this idea that the Irish person was so drunk that they just left the party. But I think they just didn't like people. I mean, who knows? So interesting. I know. That all, well, look at all the stuff we're learning tonight. I'm lost on cabbages. I don't know. I somehow, I went from Irish exit to jazz cabbage. It's just thrown in there. It's weird. So weird. I love Urban Dictionary. I know. We all learned about yeeting. Never thought we'd hear it used in the universe until the bobcat showed up. It literally said, like, it was like the Huffington Post. It was like, and then he yeeted the cat across the yard. I was like, never did I think that this would be used in the English language. And I know what it is. Yeah, Italians take... Jim used to get so mad when leave, we'd leave church. Jim Gaffigan. Jim I don't know if you guys listen to him, but I think he's the funniest person on the planet. That's like comedian love for another comedian. And he talks about how his wife, his, his wife is Catholic. And he was like, he's like, when we leave church, my wife does this thing where she insists on talking to the weirdest people in church. <laughs> I was like, that's probably what 
what Jim would say. He's like, just find the weirdest people in the church. And my wife's like, come on over. Come talk to so-and-so. I, I love it. Love it. Talk to everybody at church. <laughs> right? Just listen. Don't give me a normal person. Give me a, somebody a little bit of weirdo. Give me a little bit of a weird person. I'm in. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm up to date on my sister wives. And I'm almost up to date on searching for sister wives. Something to think about. All right, there's a lot. There's a lot to take in on searching for sister wives. Mm-hmm. Um, my, our family has almost all his records memorized. I'm telling you, so funny. Did I tell you one night I was, I didn't play up in New York for very long. It was maybe less than a year that I was like in a club. Anyway, I was working this one club and I love Jim Gaffigan. And so, you know, you have your lineup and you'll be lucky if you get a 10 minute set somewhere in the city. And so, you know, you, I would drive, it would be an hour and a half to two hours to get up there. I'd park and then I would do my 10 minute set and then I'd drive an hour and a half to two hours home, whatever. So when you have your time, you're like, listen, this is my time. Like, yeah, jazz cabbage is a real thing. I still don't understand what it means, but it's in there. Um, so I have my time, let's say I'm like 11, 10, I don't know. And, uh, I am side stage waiting for the comics to finish in front of me. And all of a sudden, Jim Gaffigan comes in and I was like, Jim Gaffigan. And he comes over and he was like, listen, I don't want to be a jerk. All right. But they said I could go up next, which I know means that I'm pushing you back. That's totally fine. He was like, no, no, because I don't want to be a jerk because people used to come in and like, because I'm just practicing a set for the Tonight Show. And I was like, obviously. He was like, I just, I don't want you to think I'm a jerk. I'm like, I don't. I'm going to sit here and stare at you because I love you. I didn't say that part. That's That I kept in my head. I didn't want to creep him out. But I did. I just sat in the audience like this and just listened. And then somebody came over and was like, you're up next. I was like, shh, Jim Gaffigan's on. It was so good. It was one of my favorite nights ever. Mm-hmm. Favorite nights. I I watched the first few episodes of The Marvelous Miss Maisel, uh, and I love Tony Shalhoub. I think that it is just too close. I would say it's too close to my story, but it's like close but not close like I don't know it'd be like if you're a nurse and you watch a show about nursing you're just like I don't really know that I'm... it's not really what it's like I don't know it wasn't my jam um but I do I love Jim Gaffigan mm-hmm uh searching for sister wives is not scripted it's so kooky that you think it is but it is not Mm-hmm. Yep, it's all real. Super kooky. All right, listen, everybody. Oh, my gosh, when he whispers and pretends to be somebody in the audience, it's my favorite thing. Hot pockets. Caliente pockets. If you know Jim Gaffigan, I just made you laugh. 
If you don't, then I just sounded like a weirdo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know who I just said? Jim's been trying to ask me to do stuff, like go places, and I'm like real weird about it. Um, but I just sent him a thing. Like, I love David Sedaris, another one I loved. And um, he's coming to Philly. And I was like, now that I would like to go see. I don't go to a lot of stuff. I think I'm usually working, so I'm not one to um, to do the things. I'm usually the one doing, you know? So, it's weird. But I'm hoping to see him. If you don't know who he is, you should. He's a great comedy writer. Um, and, uh, yeah, what are we watching next? I don't know. Um, anywho... So, listen, it is 10.01, everybody. Mm -hmm. My husband, the nurse, cannot stand watching medical shows, is what I mean. Yeah, David Sedaris is very funny. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I couldn't watch the Gilmore Girls, a single mom raising a daughter. Can't watch it. That's what I mean. You're just like, first of all, nobody talks that fast. I tried to like the Gilmore Girls, and part of me does, but it was just so witty. <laughs> I was like, everybody can't be this witty. Like somebody on the show at some point on the Gilmore Girls had to say, can y'all slow down? I can't even, you talk so fast. <laughs> if they just had one character that told the Gilmore Girls slow down, I would have been in. I've been like, now this bitch I can relate to. I don't know why. What'd she say? I can't. Am I slow? Like, that's... I just... Two. Ooh, The Handmaid's Tale. Is that starting this weekend? Amy Sedaris. All the Sedarises. Hilarious. Um, yeah, Gilmore Girls, my favorite show. Sherry, I think I would have liked it. I needed a me character. Just a sarcastic slower woman in the back that was just like i'm sorry what what did you guys just say because it's just so fast <laughs> maybe maybe i should give it another chance i don't know mm-hmm time time flew by tonight too perfect sheila mm-hmm you have a picture taken with him when he was in boston oh my gosh Love him. Mm -hmm. Never saw an episode. Margaret, if you're slow, you wouldn't have been able to fall. And by slow, I mean my speed. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. All right, everybody. I think we did a great job tonight. All right? Talked about a lot of topics. Lulu fell asleep right here next to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we'll see you tomorrow morning. Starts on the 28th. Is that this week? It's next week. Jacqueline's Missy Jersey orientation was good. We just have to find her some outfits from a thrift store in the next three weeks. There's that. 
Uh, we have our Women's March on Saturday, so uh, we will be talking about it. If you did not know, it is Sexual Har Harassment Awareness Month. I'm a little tipsy. And uh, so we are doing a get-together on Saturday here in town. If you want some info, you can find it on the page. Uh, but we have shirts made up, and uh, there's going to be paint. I'm going to put a hand here to indicate survivors of sexual harassment. It's a very interesting topic, and the whole thing was coordinated by about 12 girls from the local high school and some boys. And so, um, so I think it's great supporting these young activists and using their voices. And so that's coming up this weekend. Um, so that's it. There's a lot of things. Tomorrow I will be a part of a panel uh, for... Um, for a great organization called Comedy Cures. They're doing this laugh summit. So that's happening over the next few days. And if you're looking for a laugh or just to kind of learn how to use laughter to kind of change your perspective, which who doesn't need that? Um, it's five days. So there's three more days of programming. I'm on tomorrow with a girl named Zarna who is Indian, is an Indian mom and hilarious. Um, so we're doing that event this week and, uh, the Women's March Saturday. So a lot, there's a lot. You can see that, uh, I feel like there's more things happening all the time. And I'm like little by little kind of going out in the universe and then coming back and hiding under my covers. I think that's how it's going to go. Um, so yeah, period positivity all happening this weekend. So, um, so anywho, thanks for watching Tipsy Tuesday. We got off to a slow start, but it turned around. And uh, we will see you here tomorrow morning. As always, at 7.30, we will be drinking V8 tomorrow and getting two servings of vegetables with one eight-ounce glass of V8, which just so you know, I don't know that I've had in ever. So I'm, almost, I'm gonna put it on par with prune juice and I'm not excited. And the kids were like, you mean V8 Splash? And I said, no, 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 no. V8 Splash is what they created when they realized nobody was drinking V8. <laughs> so they were like, let's add a whole bunch of sugar to this and make it not taste like V8. And then they basically made Kool-Aid. So, um, yep, that's what we're doing tomorrow morning. Uh, so thanks for watching as always, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow morning at 7.30 a.m.-ish. All right, so have a good one, and uh, see you in the morning. See ya.